0: Welcome friends, you're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Ren Island series, part one, scene 11. When we last visited Wren Island, Amelia had taken a fall and was trying not to holler at her bossy sister. We'll spend about four minutes reading this scene, then stick around to hear the story behind the story. Here we go. The Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 1, Scene 11. In the cabin of Allison's boat, Amelia shifted into a more comfortable position. Soon they'd be back home on Wren. Earlier on the trip to the mainland hospital, the choppy water had bounced the boat around so much Amelia nearly passed out from pain. Now, after anti-nausea and pain medication, the trip home was bearable. Amelia touched the ice pack at her side and pictured the radiographs she'd seen. Two cracked ribs. Not broken, though, so there was that to be thankful for. Up on deck, Allison and Macy were chattering about the islands they were passing. "'There's Reclamation Island,' Allison said. "'I go there for supplies I can't get on Wren.' "'Look at those cliffs!' Macy's voice was full of awe. "'The south side of Reclamation is called Whale Point,' Allison said." Not whale like the animal, W-A-I-L. The rocking boat, the warm blanket. Even though she was lying down, safe from another fall, Amelia kept her eyes open. Not that keeping her eyes open helped much. Maybe she was just tired today, but her eyesight seemed worse. She hadn't said anything to Macy or Allison, because what were they supposed to do about it? Oh, look, over there! Allison's voice sounded excited. The boat engine grew quieter, then died. Amelia. Macy's head appeared in the doorway. You've got to come up on deck. Allison spotted a pot of orcas. They're heading right toward us. I'm going to see whales? Amelia moved as quickly as she could, but that wasn't saying much. With Macy's help, she climbed out of the cabin one step at a time. On deck, she peered in the direction Allison was pointing. Where are they? They just passed us. Allison's voice was hushed. Oh, wow. Amelia scanned the blurry water and listened to the sound of waves rhythmically meeting the side of the boat. Then, several bursts of air erupted nearby. Whales! Right here with her! She turned her face and pretended to see everything she was missing. When more bursts of air erupted, she felt the spray on her face, and that was really something to think she'd felt the breath of an orca. She'd even smelled it, kind of a fermented fishy smell that stuck to the roof of her mouth. She took another breath, because sharing the same air as an orca seemed like an extra special thing to do. Later, at home, Amelia drank the chicken broth Macy placed in front of her. With Allison's help, she ascended the back staircase and crawled onto her cot. Then, alone in the dark, snuggled under the blankets, she put her imagination to good use. Allison's bright yellow cruiser gliding over a glossy surface, water so clear you could see all the way down to the bouldered seafloor. Porpoises waving hello as they bobbed past. One porpoise squeaked good afternoon, Amelia. Then the orcas arrived, with crisp black and white markings, shiny skin, and elegant dorsal fins. When the orcas dove deep, Amelia could still see them all those fathoms below, and since this was imaginary, she got in the water with them. When they all swirled to the surface to breathe, she was close enough to touch an orca. But she didn't, because she wanted all orcas, even the ones in her imagination, to stay wild and free. Then she climbed into Allison's bright yellow boat and drank hot chocolate with marshmallows as much as she wanted because imaginary cocoa was nutritious. Until she was back in her bed in a fairy tale castle, where a dog's cold, wet nose was bumping her hand. And when Louise drifted off with a heavy sigh, Amelia did, too. We just read from the Wren Island series, part one, scene 11. When I first began making plans to start a podcast, I had to decide whether I would ask a professional narrator to read the series or read it myself. One reason I worried about reading the story myself was that I knew there'd be passages that would be difficult for me to read aloud without tears. The scene where Amelia imagines herself in the water with orcas is one of them. I've lost track of how many takes it took to get that part recorded for you. A professional would have sounded much more polished. If, like me, you're intrigued by orcas, click on the link in the show notes to learn more about the highly endangered southern resident killer whales. They're incredibly social and the females live their entire lives in close-knit family units. Speaking of females living together, guess who's going to show up on Ren Island in the next episode? Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast— Or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff, like real-time, behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story. And readers influence what happens next Thanks for reading with me